the last one, I think it was the um, the mutiny on the bounty one, opened with you saying, oh, so apparently if you want to engage <laughs> listeners, you've got to talk about your life. And then we had the, the most boring conversation we've ever recorded. I just cut to the, I think I cut straight to the opening whistle sound. I thought I thought you did. I was like, oh, sure, we had some stimulating conversation. <laughs> it was appalling. I couldn't remember what it was about. It was shockingly forced. <laughs> uh, oh well, yeah, maybe it's none of us lead. I don't. I don't want to. I don't think I lead mm-hmm. a particularly exciting life, but maybe you guys do. Do you? do you know about my attempts to to join a failing cricket club? Oh, I don't think that's the content I was talking about. No. Nah. no go on then what's your attempt oh yes you were going to join the staff cricket yeah yeah so i I emailed them i was like oh so i've I've heard about this thing called cricket i think i sort of vaguely know what way round to hold it do you have any like sessions for beginners (laughs) and they got back to me very quickly i'm like yeah i'll stick you on the mailing list you'll hear this summer you're gonna love it and then (laughs) like two months later like one email saying is anyone available for the match against Largo next week? And then another email saying there weren't enough of you, so we've cancelled it. By the way, oh, we're still no. not in the league because we can't find a regular time. And then, like a month later, I emailed saying, "So, uh, have you been like having training sessions? Because I feel like I can't just sign up to a match having never played before." <laughs> and he replied saying, "Yeah, the Athletics Union won't replace our broken batting cages, so we can't oh, even God. train." Um, <laughs> yeah. Apparently That's all the people disaster. who are really into it have just joined this village team on the other side of Fife and <laughs> it looks like it might all collapse. So that's what happens when you try and take an interest and try and be more outdoorsy, right? Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, Stan was on that team, but he joined a bowling club in Crail. Nice. <laughs> that's of any interest. Bowling I could get into for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I expect I would halve the average age if I turned up. But... <laughs> Guy my love's right into his bowling. Him and his fiance. Yeah, he's a big deal, isn't he? Yeah. Oh well, his fiance is taking part in the World Championships this week coming. She's representing Scotland. Jings. See, this is the stuff listeners want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone who knows someone who did something interesting. <laughs> Linford Christie once came and visited my school when I was nine. Stop. Oh my God. Mr. Motivator came and visited my school when I was 14. Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, that is exciting. I'd have everyone in the sports hall sweating it out. Sure, he did. I didn't really know who he was. (laughs) I only recently learned who he was. I barely know who he is. He seems like a great guy. (laughs) Right. I watched a film last night. I'm dying to talk about it. Give me a minute to watch a. Um, play the bloody music. Are we all ready? Yeah. Got my yes. hand on my heart. Smashing! Great. Gosford Park. Gosford Park. Laura, you picked this one. I did. Bit out of the ordinary for you, but I started to get <laughs> it after a little while. <laughs> what what, what bro- do you mean? <laughs> when I was watching this, I was thinking, this... Well, we'll talk about what I thought in a bit. Where, where, where did you come up with this? Um, I just, I was, I've been watching a period drama series and I got really in the mood for like period stuff. Mm-hmm. And then. Was that Bridgerton? It, it was originally Bridgerton, although I hate Bridgerton. And then it was Sanditon, 
What? I yeah. I mean, it's 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 sort of a fun hate watch for me. I do. I, I maybe I grudgingly admit that I kind of enjoy it. But are you a Bridgerton man, Fernando? Yes. Oh well, we should talk about it because I have a lot of thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe not right now. <laughs> Okay, um, so you're on a period drama I was kick. on a period binge. Netflix was like, maybe you should watch Gosford Park. And then I saw some of the cast and I thought, this sounds like a good time. Uh, and then I watched it. So I watched it probably about six weeks ago. And I've watched it about four times since. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. First time, I didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. Um, was just overwhelmed by the sheer number of people that it follows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and their lack of care about you know you knowing who they are for the first maybe hour yeah um we're just gonna people are just talking about people they're naming them but we don't we don't really i mean it doesn't you know not a lot of time spent getting to know their names i would say anyway it was a it was a kerfuffle and then i sort of just put it on again for some reason um and watched it in the background but again didn't really wasn't really paying so much attention but the third time no, that was worse. Than th- Sorry, we don't need to know about this. <laughs> anyway, well, what night, about so the fourth fresh- time? <laughs> it, was, it was fresh in my head last night. Loved it. Amazing film. I really think this is a, just a beautiful film. Right. Yes. I'd. What do you all think? Well, I suspect you're Oscar baiting with this choice. Do you think? <laughs> After uh, Knives Out won Best Picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be clever yeah. of me. Um, it didn't really occur to me, to be honest. I've been, although I have been thinking about the Oscars a lot because I've I've finally nailed down my categories with the All Star cast. Oh, you have! Interesting. Mm. I'll save them. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, the the All Star cast and the it's a it is an yeah it's a totally Oscar baiting. I, I think it? you're Oscar baiting. Did you like it, Claire? <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good film, and yeah. I... It was kind of a classic murder mystery in a lot of ways, but also mm. it was uh, it had a bit more to it, a bit mm. more social commentary. Um, yeah, it was a, a bit more depth than a normal uh, murder mystery. So yeah, I enjoyed it. How about Fernando and Michael? Fernando, did you like it? Yeah, I I I was only more interested in half of the film. The first half was like. A little slow, maybe. Um, oh, interesting. But, but yes, I liked it. Did I like it more than Death and Denial? Mm, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's what I had to ask. I had to ask myself that question, and I wasn't sure either. Death and Denial was good fun. I think I do like it more than Death and Denial. <laughs> right. What about you, Michael? I thought this was a good film. Okay. Maybe not a great film. Um, interesting. It was a long way from death on the Nile, that's for sure. Do you think? Um, yeah, oh. yeah. It, um, yeah, so it was good. It was well acted. Um, it had some some interesting ideas, but it um, it lacked originality somehow. Um, why Why did I particularly care about this film? It it was just late enough that it had to like be aware of the fact that it was a sort of restoration of the murder mystery genre a revival film and so it it almost it, it winked at you a couple of times didn't it as if to say we know this is a murder mystery hmm. but if you're going to do that you need to be 
I think you need to be a bit more like Knives Out and really take it somewhere and do something surprising, which I thought this film didn't really do. It was like an Agatha Christie plot, but without the perfection of an Agatha Christie plot. Yeah, okay. Um, But it was good. Had anyone seen this before? No. No. No, No, none of you? Barely heard of it. Right. No, I hadn't heard of it before on Netflix. Which is surprising because it's, (laughs) again, with the cast, it's going to be a big deal. Um, but no, I liked it. I, I had a, a wonderful moment. I didn't get that it was a murder mystery until quite shortly before the oh, murder happened. Yeah. And, and then I, I suddenly stopped for a second. I thought, hang on. They're, they're all in a country house and it's like <laughs> a dark night. And everybody no, a dark night has... was a Batman film. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a bit like a dark night. Um, yeah, there's like we keep seeing this poison and there's a knife that's gone missing and everybody hates each other for about 10 different reasons. What's about to... Oh, it's a murder mystery. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's why I told you to avoid the Netflix description because it's totally yeah, like, okay. William McCordell is murdered in his house. So <laughs> right. Oh, I didn't see that at all. Good. Yeah, I kept spoiler free. I didn't even know who was going to be in it, and so the the big surprise for me was Stephen Fry yes, turning me up. Too. I was like, oh, oh, now we've got a film. <laughs> I literally paused it and got popcorn at that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he overall, did it fail to live up to something or other? It, it was just a good film. I see. I don't. Th- I I kind of agree. I don't, I don't really agree. I've I became a bit obsessed with it. Um, and have read a lot of stuff about it since. I've watched the like little tiny mini documentary that was made about it um, and stuff. And they emphasise, sorry, I know I do this every single time, but it doesn't really matter what they said, but they weren't super going for them. The murder mystery was kind of irrelevant. It may as well have not been a murder mystery. Okay. So yeah, I think there wasn't that was much the, mystery, oh, yeah. was there? Yeah, even I got even I figured yeah. it out before it was revealed, yeah. um, and that never happened. Oh, I didn't. Did you not? Oh, well. So I guess this was one of my questions. Do you think there was enough that we could have worked it out? Were you sure? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I worked it out when Helen Mirren came into his room and saw the photograph, and I mm-hmm. d- can't remember how, because this was six weeks ago or something, but I pieced it together that she was his mum and that William must be mm. his dad and that they were leading up to him murdering him. And that when she brought the coffee in, I was like, mm-hmm. There so we go. They, they both murdered him, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Without realising that the other one was going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. The, mm. oh, the she knew that he was going him. to. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. She pre-murdered him so that the son couldn't. Because <laughs> she's a good servant. So she preempted that need for him to be already dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay <laughs> yeah so certainly it was a good film and and i'm glad you said laura that you've watched this a load of times because watching it that a lot of the time i was thinking wait shit who was that and why did <laughs> who are they talking is that the same woman from earlier and now she's wearing a different hat but they all look the same and it, yeah <laughs> i struggled a bit I, I could do with another couple of watches and i think it would hold up to it as well i think it'd be worth Rewatching. I thought I think so. I've spotted something new every single time I've watched it. Like, right. Oh. Maybe that's how the undergrads feel every time they go to lecture. I'm like, well, what is happening? <laughs> Maybe I should take this course again. 
four times. <laughs> what it was, uh, Claire, you were saying about um, recorded lectures, right? What was that? Um, if you've got a recorded lecture, students tend to do better if they watch it twice at double speed than if they watch oh, it yeah. once at the regular speed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So maybe I yeah, should have done that for this film, just watch it twice at double speed. <laughs> I feel like that might spoil the atmosphere. <laughs> yes, it would lose something, wouldn't it? Maybe for the third watch. Yeah. It's true, I didn't get a lot out of my third watch. I sort of watched it as a mini-series on the third watch, that was it. <laughs> right, okay. Um, But yeah, anyway, I think that's what they tried to do. So they did try and sort of subvert the genre a bit by... They made. I mean, it's such a long film. The murder mystery is doesn't doesn't even start for an hour. Yeah, mm. yeah. The murder's um, about halfway through, isn't it? But yeah. I, I feel like that's standard, wasn't it? The same for Death on the Nile. Um, maybe. Sort of half set up, then the murder, then the other half working it out. Yeah, could could be, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, I I kind of got the sense when I was watching it as well that it didn't really matter who did it. Hmm. That, that, that's what the, the, the quote from the director was like. It's not a who done it. It's a this has happened or something like that. <laughs> it's just a fact of the film that someone got murdered. Just, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is tantalising though. You want to know who did it, don't you? Oh yeah. It'd be very unsatisfying if you never learned. Yeah. Hmm. I thought it was good how they um, how they did reveal the mystery because we had the that character. What was her name? Mary. Um, if there was a main character, it was probably her. Like mm. we were kind of seeing it from her point of view, um, and I like that she was sort of lost in this environment as we were, just trying to work out what everyone does, what everyone's role is, and she was piecing together the mystery and revealing it as yeah. she figured it out. Not like a big. Um, so it was like, yeah, the the character we were following was the one figuring it out with us in a sense yeah um which i thought was a nice way of doing that rather than just having the great detective walk in at the end and say well you all didn't spot I yeah don't know, the well, that was quite teaspoon fun, I thought. in the butter or whatever <laughs> <laughs> to have a detective who's totally incompetent and never That's redeems really himself <laughs> yes and just utterly <laughs> fails to solve the mystery <laughs> Fun. Yeah, what did you think of Stephen Fry? <laughs> he was good, wasn't he? But also, I think I have spent too much time seeing him not as a character. Mm. Um, he kind of just seemed like Stephen Fry had turned up. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't too taken with him in this. And you know, it takes a lot for me to say that because I do absolutely adore Stephen Fry. Yeah. It was a yeah. bit out of place, I thought, on yeah. on two of my watches. I got into him last night, though. I was glad he was there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I'm wondering if I'd never seen Stephen Fry before and didn't know who he was, maybe I'd have thought he was brilliant. Mm. Um, certainly he was a funny character, but uh, I couldn't not think it's Stephen Fry. Yeah. Did you? What about the rest of them, though? The rest of them are so... I guess they're all actors. It's not really like it, so... Yeah, most of them, them. I mean, Maggie Smith always plays characters like that, doesn't she? So it's, even if you remember it's Maggie Smith, that's that's her, though. Has um, anyone seen Downton Abbey? No. No. All oh, right, okay. Because this was like the start of it. 
was written by the same guy and it was going to be a sequel to Gosford Park, but they decided really? to change some of the names. So Maggie Smith oh. basically plays the same character. Oh, that's funny. I hear. I've never, I've never seen it. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yes. I've been told that Maggie Smith has never watched an episode of Downton Abbey, hmm. which is strange, but... That's fair enough, I suppose. Yeah, I think you'd watch it at least once, but maybe when you're Maggie Smith, you don't have to. <laughs> She's got other things to watch, like WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bridgerton. <laughs> Maggie Smith stole the show. She, yeah. Oh, she always does, doesn't she? She's, she uh, does. She can't take your eyes off her. She's brilliant. <laughs> Pretty much every time I've had a meal now, I've been like, ooh, yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that forever now. <laughs> Yummy. Starving. <laughs> Are your family going to get fed up with you? Like when you were drinking those little mojito flavoured gin and tonics and calling the tinnies. them tinnies. Yeah. <laughs> get another tinny out. I'll start doing it in the Australian accent. I'd throw another oh. tinny on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I so back. To, sorry, back to the film. Um, I thought you'd quite like the upstairs downstairs aspect of this, Michael. I did, and I thought they did it particularly well too. Uh, at least from what I know of, like uh, early twentieth century um, servants in houses, it seemed to to hit all of these really interesting things, like how they are. Um, often much worse snobs than the people upstairs and they rank um they, they they rank each other according to who their you know who their employers are and um you know yeah live their lives through the people they're waiting on and they gossip terribly and yeah yeah i thought that was interesting and yeah the way that they're they're sort of seen as so disposable even though they're in some cases, the only things holding this whole thing together. <laughs> yeah, I liked that a lot. Um, I particularly liked uh, one of the people for that. Uh, was she called Elsie? The the one that yeah. was staying in the room with Mary? Mm-hmm. And was oh, sort head, of, head housemaid, I think. Was that it? Um, who eventually turned out to have been sleeping with, uh, with Willie all along. <laughs> um. Yeah, she was great. She had this this perfect kind of I don't know, disdain for the upstairs lot, but also an acceptance of what her lot in life was. And yeah. Yeah, she was good. This is why so I wanted to I think to be honest, the main reason I picked this game is because I wanted to play the Who Are We game. <laughs> oh great. I've been thinking about it a lot. I'd like to see what you guys think, and then I'll tell you the right answers because I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? Oh, <clears throat> Claire is Mary, I think. Okay, no, that's wrong. No, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> is that just because I'm Scottish? <laughs> that is no small part of it. Um, but no, you you get on with things, don't you? And you do your best. You listen to people when you need to, and you confront people when you need to, and you you have a rare perceptive quality. <laughs> Could Indeed. be. I sort of, I sort of had a bit of Mary for Claire, but then I did. Mary's very. She's a little bit passive. I thought. You don't think I'm passive? 
No, I don't. I don't think you're passive at all. She speaks oh. up when she needs to. She went into the the guy's room and said, "Hang on." Oh, I suppose. Yeah, no, that wasn't that wasn't very. Passive. She seized the day. I mean, she still went in and sort of had a little cry. I had a lot of crying. She did seize the day. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, she did. She did. Um, I like that scene. I'd like to return to that scene at some point. But um, but let's Fernando. Who do you think we all are? Oh, whoa, this is so intense. <laughs> You'd have to remember who uh, any of the characters were. <laughs> um, uh, oh, mm. <clears throat> <laughs> hmm. w- would you like to pass to Michael? Can I, can I pass momentarily and continue thinking about this? Oh, yes. I think Michael's Ivor Novello. I also kind of had him, and then I changed my mind. <laughs> the dreamy yeah. film star. I think Fernando's Ivor Novello, and I think Michael oh. is Stephen Fry. <laughs> 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 yep, I can see that. Who is the fake Scottish person? Oh, that was, uh, yeah, what was his name? Henry. Henry, Henry Denton. Henry Denton, yeah. Oh, he was a nasty bastard, wasn't he? He was, mm, yeah. Bad and bad sort. What do you reckon, Fernando? Is that you? <laughs> Going to break a few hearts? <laughs> well, I would be the authentic Scottish person, but yes. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought I would either, either have Fernando's Ivor, because he's just a sort of sweet sensitive soul who's just getting along with everyone, yep. entertaining yep. us. Um, or George, the like really withering footman. <laughs> Do you remember the guy who's like... Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant, yeah, sort of just... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Suiting himself for... Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I don't know who he is. Oh, no. The the tall one. (laughs) The tall, skinny servant. He always wanted a cigarette. He ran out of milk at one point. He was like, be right back. (laughs) You know, it's a great character when you're like, oh, which one? You know, the one that needed milk. (laughs) I, did, I thought he was a great character, and that was a bad example. <laughs> Wait, he was also was a woman who needed some milk, some cold mm. milk, maybe? Oh, uh, yeah, that was Sylvia. Uh, yeah, that was, was good. Was another person needing yeah. milk? The servant. He... The servant. Hmm. Yeah, he was one of the servants. They had run out of milk for the coffee after dinner, and he said he was going to get milk and instead that was really his least her, interesting scene I don't know why snuck off for a cigarette and was well was uh, unaccounted for during the murder mm. so it was there as a bit of a red herring I think because as you say he was quite withering and stuff he could have been a suspect I think yeah they didn't really give him a motive he was no. really tall he was really tall yeah, yeah he was tall Sylvia was interesting, wasn't she? I loved Sylvia. This mm. real, the, the sort of assertive dominance of the upper classes, but the a sort of, yeah, kind of not entirely unkind with it. She seemed really, I don't know, just like her life was boring to her. Yeah, mm. yeah. And she was just endlessly kind of bored. Insouciant. Oofed. <laughs> Pardon. <laughs> she was very she insouciant. Was- what does that mean? Really sort of bored, casual, a bit sort of rude is how I think of it. Showing a casual lack of concern. Oh, there we go. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, perfect. Yeah, also quite in... withering at times. There's quite a lot of weathering in this film, wasn't it? Everyone there? was very withering. It was a withering film. <laughs> they should have called it Withering Height. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, suddenly all the like experienced servants were were very sorry. Yeah, withering. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know what you all thought of everyone. Let's go through them all one by one and you can give your opinions on them. Right, I've got a cast list. Top one, Lady Trentum. Great. Maggie Smith. Fantastic. Loved every moment with her. I loved it, especially when she was being mean to Ivor for some and Morris. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious, but also I would hate her in real life. Like, oh, God, yeah, she'd be insufferable. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I think I could grow fond of her. She was just a kind of fussy, foolish old lady, and I'm, I'm very partial to a fussy, foolish old lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was terrible. She was very rude and cruel. <laughs> But in such a fun way. Yeah, it was funny, wasn't it? It was fun that we could mock her. It's much funny until you have to work for her, and then that's your life, and you get slung out if you laugh at her. What did you think of her, Fernando? Uh, She she was old. She was was old. (laughs) She was. (laughs) Um, But she was... Funny, I guess. Uh, she was not the worst person. Okay, not the worst. Yeah, not the worst. Pretty funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next character, William, played by Michael Gamba. Ooh, he was the worst. He was really <laughs> he a bad. Turned egg. out to be dreadful, didn't he? I, yeah. I feel like when he was alive, he didn't give us very much of reason to hate him. But it was all this stuff that came out after he died, right? Yeah, yeah. No, he, he was wasn't sort of great. A, he was a bit of an old pair, but I yeah, mean... exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah no I uh, didn't hate him I liked how much he loved his dog yeah that was sweet I was hated nice. the dog <laughs> it was a shit dog wasn't it mm-hmm. was it? yeah I thought it had a funny little face it was it really was filthy looking and <laughs> yeah at least yeah, it wasn't noisy the- the dog was certainly the worst character in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Never mind all the billionaires who are uh, <laughs> exploiting the working classes. <laughs> I like that he got kidnapped at the end. Yes, that was a good. That was a good little. Yeah, but he'll be well looked after. Yeah. Next one was Sylvia, played by Kristen Williams Scott Thomas. Oh, this is good because we can also puzzle William's out who's related wife. to who. How old was Sylvia meant to be? Because I think we saw her daughters who looked not much younger than her. Do you think? I thought. Oh, she no, only I... had one daughter, did she not? Was it just yeah, the, she one only had the one daughter? Yeah, okay. Isabel. Isabel. I thought Sylvia was around 40 and that Isabel was probably like not older than 20. Okay. Yeah, I guess people started younger back then. I thought she was nearer 50 or oh. over 50. I wouldn't have said she was the oldest 50. I, I thought even 40 she looked a bit young for. Really? Yeah. I suppose we can see how old Kristen Scott Thomas was in 2001. Yeah, let's have a wee look. Uh, to which the answer is she was 41. Spot on. Really. Yeah. Not quite spot on, but... <laughs> uh, spot near. Spot near. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was good, wasn't she? She was so in command. I loved that she was just like 
yeah, I like having sex with people. I'm just going to do that. <laughs> you, I like riding horses. You'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was great. She was very compelling. Yeah. A compelling woman to watch. And she, did she love William? God, no. I think she despised William. You think mm-hmm. she really despised him? I do, Was yeah, she a she... suspect in your mind? No, I only suspected the men who left the room. Hmm. Hmm. Um, perhaps, I mean, again, if this was Agatha Christie, I would have suspected everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but I really would have been doing backflips in my mind to try and figure out how she'd have done it. And it would have been for naught anyway, because she was never really a suspect. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Mm. It would have been, cl- it probably would have been clever if it was a person who hadn't slinked away. But yeah. See that? Anyway, um, she was cool. Who's next? Isabel, her daughter. Isabel. Bit of a wet blanket. Oh, total wet blanket. She looked kind of stoned at points as well, like as yeah. if she was like coming down off a trip or something. It was it was very strange. I thought it was acted well though, because I totally know posh people like that. They're just like little children. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, she would have grown up in some ways very sort of privileged and pampered, not having to do anything for herself, but in other ways terribly deprived with her distant parents who mm. didn't really care for each other or for her um, was the impression I got. No one really seems to to love Isabel, and that was sad. Maybe Elsie. Mm. I don't think she really loved Isabel, but they, I can see why Isabel would become attached to Elsie. Oh, yeah, Elsie cared for her. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, that relationship reminded me of Upstairs, Downstairs. Yeah. With the, I don't know any other names. But. Yep, uh, Elizabeth was the the daughter. Oh, and now I understand why she asked um, the servant to ask his father. Yeah, mm. yeah, she, she knew. Mm-hmm. She knew. So it was it was also sort of implied that she'd like had an abortion, I think, and that that was the blackmail that Freddie was. Yeah. Yeah. Remember. Okay. Mm. Oh. Freddie was a real bastard, wasn't he? Mm. Not a fan of Freddie. Thoroughly dislikable. Should we talk about Freddy next? Who was Freddy? Freddy was, he wasn't related to anyone. He was the guy who had the wife he was embarrassed, Mabel. He was the guy who was trying to pressure Isabel into giving him money or a job. Oh, yeah. Blonde. Foppish. Yes, very foppish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so his his wife was the one who didn't have a lady's maid, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah, so it okay. was that he married her because he thought she had more money than she did, and now they don't yeah. really have any money, and he hates her. Yeah. So that was Mabel and Freddie. Mabel. And yeah, I liked he was Mabel. very. Yeah, I liked Mabel. Mm. Um, we were doing parkrun really, this morning. We, we saw someone who was like Mabel. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it looked a bit like her. Um, you think you're like Mabel, Claire? Yeah. I found her quite relatable, in a way. She was a bitch. Well, that's just tough luck because you're Elsie. <laughs> I'm Elsie. <laughs> it has you're been Elsie. decided. We decided that. I didn't she's, decide that. I thought we said that. She's. she's I said she a was Mary. Blend of she's Elsie is she's kind-hearted, but she's also very cynical, and <laughs> that's how I think of Claire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would think that, wouldn't you? I, I think I have to disagree with you on that. <laughs> Because I took some kind of vow at some point that I would do that. <laughs> Just because you took the vow. I think it's a compliment. I wish I was kind-hearted but very cynical. What an interesting person. I think you're kind-hearted but very cynical. 
you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah, you're Elsie. Appallingly cynical. I don't want to be Elsie. I... Oh, you don't want to be Elsie. I want, I'm, I'm I want to best. be Sylvia. <laughs> Wait, is Elsie the one who got fired? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can I be Elsie? Do you know, actually, yeah, I also considered you as Elsie. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> and Maggie Smith. <laughs> Perfect blend of the two. So we, yeah, we've established who everyone is then, in your opinion. Uh, I think so. If you're Sylvia, I don't know if I'm Sylvia. I'd like to be Sylvia. She's kind of just bossy and in control, but I don't think that's me. I think I might be that little meek housemaid who was just kind of snap bitchy. That was... <laughs> I don't remember her. <laughs> The one with the, she had kind of like a bowl cut. I don't really, I don't know. To be honest, I did. I couldn't decide. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Maybe I'm Morris Weissman. Oh, I'd love to be Charles Dance. Right, yeah. let's, keep going, let's keep going with Lord the characters. Stockbridge. Lord Charles Stockbridge. Charles Dance. All like my second favorite after Maggie Smith. Even though he was barely <laughs> in it, every time he spoke, I was like, I'm fascinated by this man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Barely said two words. Very watchable, isn't he? Yeah. Everything that came out of his mouth was mean. Yeah. It was my favourite when his wife was sobbing after William died, and he was just like, Christ. <laughs> oh, he said anyone would think you're an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I watched some deleted scenes, and they were pretty much all where he was like the main focus of the deleted scenes, and they just cut them all. Oh, man, that's... that's I mean, they stupid. were very much for the best, because they didn't add to the film, I thought. But <laughs> Okay. I know, but more Charles Dance is always more good. More Charles yeah. Dance is good. Need the director's um, cut, an extra yeah. hour. <laughs> so yeah, the deleted scene was him, um, he went up to Sylvia while they were walking and he was like, for God's sake, don't dredge up the past. That inspector's like looking around. I don't want him to think, you know, anything's still happening now. So it, like, kind of, it really implied that they've had an affair, which I yeah. thought kind of came through in the main film anyway. Yeah. yeah. Should we do his wife as well? Oh yes, uh, Louisa, Louisa, Lady Stockbridge. Who yes, could so have been she's Lady McCordle. Could have been, yes. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Cut of a card. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a good. I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, so Sylvia, Lavinia, and Louisa are sisters. Sylvia uh, and yeah. Louise are Louisa are sisters. Yep. And Lavinia, Commander Meredith's wife. Oh dear! Yeah, I'd <laughs> forgotten about her. I got confused with all of the family connections. I have to say. Yes. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, okay, so Louisa um, also having an affair with William. Was she? Well, she was one, remember, she went into the library with him at the beginning and he sort of tries to kiss her and then he, then she's like, mm. Bill! <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, there were too many characters. Oh, this is, this is maybe going to take too long to go through them all. <laughs> yeah, we're like a quarter of the way through the list here. Well, we should have a go, shouldn't we? So then, then there was Ivan Novello, <laughs> who yes. was the the movie heartthrob. We all liked yes. him. He William was the cousin. only one who wasn't didn't have like anything to gain. He wasn't a nasty bloke. He was just good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I liked everyone swooning over him, especially um, especially Mabel. <laughs> oh, that was I found it quite, actually quite moving when she got to sit down at the piano with him. Yeah, and he sort of mm-hmm. sang a little song to her. She looked so happy. She did. Freddie can't have been happy, but. There we are. Yeah. I don't think he was there. Oh no, he was playing. Was he playing? He was playing cards. He was playing he? cards. Yeah. Yeah. So how about the um, uh, 
Mr. Wiseman, the uh, the ghastly American. <laughs> he was a bit ghastly. I didn't really warm to him. But I early on, he seemed all right. But yeah, towards the end, he was just worse. yeah, being rude on the phone. Um. Yeah, he was. So just Ivor's friend, right? That's how they were. Yeah. 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 Well, but as it turned out, he was there to study them, right? Yeah. Like an anthropologist. Like an anthropologist. <gasps> oh, oh, snap. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then we had Rupert Standish. I don't remember who that was. Played that was by Lawrence, Lawrence Fox. Fox. Bastard. This Let's isn't... skip over him. Right. <laughs> I don't remember anyway. Uh, there's Jeremy Blonde. That's just his pal. I don't know. That's they weren't really. Yeah. Was he the one that was Rupert and Jeremy. having sex with him? Yeah, Tick. he was having sex with the maid. Yeah, the... yeah. When Kitch- we the scullery was... maid. Yes. Yeah. When we thought it was Sir William. Yes. Yeah, okay. Cool. So he had an important role. Oh, they were the two that turned up late for dinner, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. got it. Why do you think he had an important role? Because we, well, we thought he was William having sex with a maid. Oh, right. Okay. And that, well, I feel like um, it was important for, God, what was her name? Me. Mary. No. Elsie. Elsie. Um, um, I think so. What I thought was remarkable was when she heard that William had been having sex with a cook, and she just point blank said no, like that. He's not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think that was an important subplot for learning about those characters and learning about the trust she had in Sir William. Um, yeah. Even though we thought she was just being stupid, we thought she was being. Well, she was being taken advantage of, but we thought that she was also blind to his other philandering because we thought that Mr. Blonde was William. Yes. So we thought she was like being duped, um, but then it turned out her she was just a very good, very good at reading characters. She she knew that Sir William wasn't cheating on her <laughs> with another of this staff. Hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. It sort of took me a while to figure out that they... I don't think I really figured out that they were having a proper affair until she spoke up for him. Ah, uh, okay. I thought he was, like, creeping on her. But, but yeah, mm. no, it was interesting that it was kind of all there from the beginning. You know, there's all these hints. And, and Mary asked her, like, what what are they? what's Lady Sylvia like to work for? And she said, well, she's horrible. She's, um... But, but he's okay. And then mm. just start, but clams up and stops talking oh, about him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd quite figured out what was going on by that point. <laughs> anyway, who's next? Next up, downstairs. we have. Um, oh yeah, we're getting towards downstairs now. In my list, we've got uh, Inspector Tom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So he was brilliant. Was we talked about him. Yes. Just completely useless to just ignoring the the constable who was trying to. <laughs> You know, actually There's solve the crime. There's a broken coffee cup down here. Yes, well, get one of the maids to do it, honestly. <laughs> get on with your own job. <laughs> Hopeless. That was good yeah, fun. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Next on the list was uh, Mary. Mary Aww. M... M- Come on. I'm joking, but I actually <laughs> oh, can't. Uh, I, well, I was joking, but... Uh, McKeachran? <laughs> McKeachran? <laughs> yeah. McKeachran. Yeah. The key group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you stumbled over it there. 
Did I? I thought you did. Try again? The key crit. Yeah, okay. My figure in. <laughs> Fernando, do you wish your name was Mary McEachran? My name is Fernando McEachran. <laughs> I always forget how, how Mexican surnames work. I forget what one of them is McEachran. <laughs> um, yeah, so she was brilliant. I loved Mary. Um, she's so cute. She has yeah, such a cute little face. Very, very cute like period and... face. I thought in this, <laughs> no, nice. it was the hair that made her just eyes so like big and black, like a painting. Oh, I noticed. Yeah, I've had trouble with Kelly McDonald in the past. Have you now? So yeah. Have I. Uh, what could you say? Why you have? I just don't really like her in things. Sometimes, mm. um, I can't think what. I don't really like her in Brave. I don't really like Brave though. What about you? Um. I've always been very unconvinced by her acting. Um, oh. I think it's something to do maybe with her accent. It sounds like she's it sounds like she's sort of reading lines out as clearly as she possibly can mm. with pronouncing every single word uh perfectly like she's been told to but without any without any feeling of realism. Um and I found that in Line of Duty no. Nope. No, what was the thing called Claire that she was in? Twenty years ago, mini series, State of Play. Ah. Ah uh, yeah. Um I I just hated her in that. She was in an episode of Black Mirror. I thought she yeah, I just didn't wasn't convinced by her at all. The the exception being train spotting, in which I thought she was brilliant. And mm, now yeah. this, which I thought she was great in. So maybe it's just she's getting bad scripts or bad direction or something. Because, um, yeah, I thought she was wonderful in this, just like you say, Laura. Um really believable in the period mm-hmm. role and really believable as a as a sort of ladies maid who's just a beginner is just trying to do her best and get by <laughs> but is also a little curious about the world around her and trying to do what's right while also trying not to tread on anyone's toes and there's a lot for that mm. and she 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 did all the different emotions she did, she did happy, she did sad, she did frightened, she confused. did confused, she did perceptive, and she did all the different faces, and that was good. Um, <laughs> so I, I guess she's just a good actor, but yeah, definite instinct that I really wanted to like give her a hug and tell her everything was going to be okay. She was Aww. very, just like a sort of wounded deer that you want to look after. Next. Next, uh, we're getting into people I don't remember. Um, Robert Parks, played by Clive Owen. Oh, yeah, I loved him. Yeah, he was great. Cool. Patted him quite a lot. He was the murderer. Oh, he was the murderer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he was uh, tall, dark, and handsome, wasn't he? found him quite compelling. We just lounged. He was like a, a oh, lion yeah. in a cage. <laughs> a big cat, ready to pounce. Mm. He was very secretive as well, wasn't he? And- very mm. slinky, slinked mm. places. Mm. Arrogant. Mm. Handsome. Quite frightening. I was... Um... Did Mary fancy him? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think she was intrigued by him. Mm. Yeah. She was so innocent. It was hard to tell if she really... I don't think she was lusting after him. I think she was just curious about him. Yeah, okay. Because we, we had this... It, I think the scenes reflected reflected each other quite well. Um, the scene where she 
kissed Robert mm. and the scene where she was, I guess, assaulted by the the American actor. Yeah. Um and it was it was sort of in a in an identical looking room and the same room. Oh, it was the same room, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was when she'd come up to do one thing or whatever, just but yeah, the way those two scenes played out um were very different somehow, very comparable. I thought it was a, an interesting yeah. comparison between them. Maybe this is why I thought she was passive, because she didn't really... Oh, no, she to be fair, actually, when she really fought off Henry, mm. got away from him. And it was interesting that she didn't do that with Robert. <laughs> yeah, you're um, right. Very different sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I wonder if she to, liked him. Yeah, I suppose she'd, she'd gone... gone down to copy the DM, didn't she? Yeah. I, don't, I think she went there to find out if he'd killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is oh, a... I thought she'd gone down there to, like, yeah, to... I don't know, ask him out. Do you think? Right. Oh, Which she wanted she to know first oh, if right, he okay. was a murderer. Yeah. Oh, maybe. And it think turned out this. that he was. But he hadn't actually killed the guy and she understood his reasoning and therefore she kissed him. Yeah. But then she left, oh. didn't she? Yeah, I thought it was more like she had to, she felt like she had to find out if he'd killed him. And then he kisses her and she's sort of shocked and surprised by that and then just sort of mm. leaves to deal with it. Hmm. Yeah. Certainly there was some chemistry between them though, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, he next... was withering. <laughs> Do you think he was withering? <laughs> I think he was quite withering. I think he was smouldering. Oh, yeah, he was sm- smouldering, withering. They're so <laughs> close to one another. <laughs> Do you know, I quite like this uh, this approach to to the discussion, just doing it one character at a time. Because, I, I like this. It's feel, I was worried how we were going to fill the time because I actually didn't have anything to say about the film. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, like... <laughs> Mrs. Wilson is next, as played by Helen Mirren. She was great. Wonderfully played, I thought. Yeah, yeah. just fantastic. She was good. Did she won an Oscar for it. Did she? Yeah. She should have done. Yeah. Yeah, good performance. Just so composed. Yeah, like, really the young. Beginning until she really... Really withering as well. <laughs> she was also <laughs> withering. Was she, was she not smouldering? <laughs> I don't really know what withering means. <laughs> I've just been going along with it all the time. I don't know what withering means. It means it sort of puts people down. It's sort of like icy, icy cold sort of, like a withering stare is something that's really <laughs> scornful. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's that was Mrs. Wilson, all right. And then we've got yeah. her unexpected sister, Mrs. Croft. Oh, hang on. Should oh, we sorry, go into go Mrs. Wilson's... If we just give a cliff note summary of her of her deal. Hmm. Yeah, what was the thing? What was the thing again? Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the climax of the whole film. Um, so, yeah, Robert had, Parks was her son. Yeah. 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 She had worked in the factory mm-hmm. under William. Yeah. And then had Robert and been convinced to give him away. Yes, she thought he was being adopted into a family and then she only learned that he'd been dumped at an orphanage when she recognised her son. Yeah. yeah. So do you remember, right back in the beginning, he comes in and she asks um, for his name and he says Parks. And she yeah. imme- you immediately see her eyes like kind of light up. I didn't really pick up on this the first time, but she every time he's in a room, she's sort of staring at him. Mm. And when they're walking, she's like, is that a... Uh, what was it? I can't remember if she said an Isleworth Parks. Are you any relation? He said, nope, London. 
So I don't think she knows until she goes into his room. She sees this photograph. I see. Oh, you can also tell when they're when the servants are at the dinner table, and he says, "I grew up in an orphanage." She's like staring at him really intensely. Mm. Wow, yeah, I didn't notice it. That's yeah. where I first picked up on yeah. the idea that they might be there might be something in the past with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's just shocked at the photograph, and then that's when I was like, "Oh, I bet she's his mum." Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think I put it together that William must be his dad, but that was because I'd read the Netflix thing that William was going to be murdered and it all just kind of fell into place from there oh, rather than anything in the film saying that. Yeah. Until you hear about the factories and the fact that he was, yeah, it all comes out then. Mm. Um, but yes, I really, I liked that. I found the end moving as well when she burst into tears in her room. Mm. That was very convincing. Oh, and her sister comes and yeah. supports uh, her. Yeah. yeah tears in my eyes. So that was cool. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad... My sisters to are reunited the... <laughs> after, you know, 20 years of feuding. Yeah, yeah, well. wicked, whatever. <laughs> um, sorry, I was, <laughs> that was a bad uh, transition to the next person, which is Mrs. Croft. Um, yes. Who is her sister, who I guess we just said about. Um, it's it's I almost like the link was there. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Mrs. Croft, and I don't know why she didn't get that much screen time, but she was very <laughs> compelling as well. Withering. <laughs> very withering. <laughs> Doesn't eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> get a bit funny. of air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the. That, that's what I was meaning by the. Um, like the servants being bigger snobs than the the upstairs lots. This <laughs> yeah. very precise view of how the world should be, and mm-hmm. terrified that anything might change it. <laughs> Excuse me, I was not a factory worker. I was never a factory worker. <laughs> <laughs> In a factory. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, she was great. She was. Next in my list win. is Elsie. Oh, yeah, oh, so gone. I was just going to say, I liked it when she made Dorothy sit and listen to the music. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think was one of my favourite scenes. When Ivor starts playing the piano and all mm. the servants are just like clustered around the doors trying to listen, having nice. to scatter every time one of them walks out. <laughs> it was fun. And that was also when the murder happened, wasn't that? That was when the murder happened, yeah. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Yeah, it was playing this very cheerful piano tune about a duke. Mm. Very yeah. incongruous kind of background music for a murder. Mm. <laughs> um, anyway, it made me next? think of uh, a lot of this. Made me think of Jeeves and Worcester, um, but those piano tunes in particular. Um, <laughs> where Bertie Worcester's always <laughs> playing some some terrible piano piece he's just got with these <laughs> vacuous, stupid words. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, mm. Elsie, Elsie, great. She Good was stuff, awesome. Doctor. She was very my, cool. one of my favourites. Very cool, <laughs> yeah, very great. cynical, quite jaded, but caring as well, even yeah. if she pretended not to be. She cared about William. She cared about, um, about like our hero Mary. Even yeah, if she we, really helped. Even Mary if she out. didn't like to act like it, um, she had bigger dreams. Hmm. You know, she said, William told me I could be anything I wanted to be. She's got her wall covered in film stars. Mm. Yeah. I think she had a good end as well. They're yeah. going off with the Hollywood producer. Or getting yeah. 
Yeah. Where will she be? She has enough potential. Yeah, maybe she's going to go to Hollywood. Maybe. Carry the dog Mm -hmm. around in her handbag. (laughs) She could be in the next Charlie Chan film. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? (laughs) Yeah, that was nice. We've got Jennings. Who was that? Alan Bates. The butler. The butler. Yeah, he was all right. He was fine. Felt a bit sorry for him in the end. Hmm. Just lived a bit of a sad, hollow life, I think. It was nice that he had Dorothy in love with him. Oh, yeah, that was sweet. their little relationship. Yeah, Jennings and Dorothy. Yeah, she said that he'd, she'd do anything for him, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, again, nice. is kind of there from the beginning. She's always talking to she's always being like, is everything all right, Jennings? Hmm. And he comes in and asks her if she's all right doing the sewing with the light. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, life can be quite good for everyone if we all treat each other with a bit of kindness, can't it? Yeah. I liked how rude he was to uh, Henry as well. Uh, what did he say <laughs> to Henry? Just when it was discovered that Henry was like playing a joke on them. Anyway, <laughs> oh, yes. Coffee. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Threw the coffee on him, too. Oh, that was George. Oh, that was George. Yeah, okay. Which also, when Maggie Smith started laughing at that point, I actually, I'd laughed out loud along with her. Cause I was just... <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time she'd laughed in the whole thing or smiled, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, Probert, Derek Jacobi. Oh, who was that? Good old Derek Jacobi. He was good. I can't really remember. He was... Was he William's valet? I think yeah. so, yeah. Right. The older guy. Because was the other valet who I get him a bit mixed up with. No, he's the one that came in and saw William. Ah, right, and he end. moved him, to, did he? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm with him. Yeah, he yeah, was just he sort was of sweet very beautiful, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. Played it well. Derek like Jacobi's was, great. Yeah, he was walking to, because he'd been told that the police wanted to speak him, and Morris, Mr. Weissman, was on the phone being like, the valet, the valet clearly did it. And he just started to look <laughs> yeah. really, really worried. <laughs> um, so I wondered if he was putting on the sobbing. Oh, maybe. Like, make himself seem more innocent. Oh, that's the point. Yeah. Next. Um, we've got George, played by Richard E. Grant. <laughs> Love Brown. George. Fernando. Who <laughs> is George? Oh. Let me look at a picture of this person. He looks so different. I don't remember him being in the film. Are you looking up current pictures of him? Yes, this yes, is, is Wikipedia. He's quite old now. <laughs> 65. More than 20 years ago now, isn't it? Oh, wait, I think I remember him. Maybe I don't. Hmm. I think after him, we're getting into minor characters now. Uh, Arthur, Dorothy, Lewis, Barnes, Sarah, Rene, Bertha. Just saw Dorothy was... Was I felt so bad for Dorothy. She every time, yeah, I felt like it was like, oh, I'm disappointed in you, especially you, Dorothy. I know. <laughs> oh yes, bless her. <laughs> this is why I thought that he might have liked her back. Yeah, that's a very thing to say when you're like, oh, I'm just especially in you, Dorothy. I thought we were, <laughs> I thought we were two of a kind. <laughs> Poor Dorothy. Dorothy. I liked her little speech when she found um, Commander Meredith eating the jam. Yeah, that was adorable. Oh, oh speech about was, love. Yeah. yeah. Such a lovely scene. <laughs> We've got some strawberry if you want that. <laughs> oh. Weirdly, that reminded me of the scene in 
the thick of it where the ministers just met with Tucker and he's sitting at the back eating biscuits. (laughs) And then like one of the members of staff comes in and she's like, oh, would you like me to get you some more? Yes. (laughs) She comes in with this big plate of biscuits and he's just sitting there eating them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just need to eat to make it a bit better. (laughs) We've all been there. Just spoon the jam into your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, that'll fix it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that was all the main, that was all the characters I'd kind of had any interest in. I like the one. Oh, I like the valet who was just endlessly rude and fed up. Do you remember him? Was that most of them? <laughs> there was one who was really fed up, though. Yeah, that rings a bell. He was Meredith's valet, and he overheard them saying, the bastard's death might have just saved my bacon. Yeah. And he went and told the police about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, good film. Good film. Well, a bit of a flop, sounds like, uh, but, you know. No, can, I liked can, it. But try. I liked it. it we was... haven't done symbolism. Hang on, we have to do symbolism. All right. Oh, mm. should I play the flute? Let me oh, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> so what did the jam represent? <laughs> oh, yeah. The jam was love and stuff. Wait, what was strawberry jam and what was raspberry? <laughs> <It> was in... <laughs> love and hatred. Prosperity and desperation. Yeah, raspberry jam's sort of sharper somehow, isn't it? It's more more pointed. <laughs> he ate the raspberry when he was sad. He ate the strawberry when he was cheering up a bit. Yeah. When he'd been shown some kindness. Okay, we've really got quite a lot of this jam thing. <laughs> I'm going to say not a very symbolic film. No, played it We saw straight, things like it? them dropping the um, the Bloody Mary all over the floor, like blood. Oh, yeah. I liked it, Jennings. That was the first hint we got of him being an alcoholic, was he had a little taste of the... Bloody Mary. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They sort of were quite clear about the class stuff. Yeah, I don't really need to go into that. The song at the end was about the land of make believe and being somewhere up there. So, like, it's from the perspective of being downstairs. They were like somewhere up there. There's a land of make or something like that. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So upstairs is the upper class, isn't it? And downstairs is all of the servants. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, Interesting that the servant used the silver carving knife to kill him, not one of the kitchen knives, Mm. because that's probably the only kitchen utensil that the upstairs people would ever use. Would be the ceremonial carving, you yeah, know, the, that's right. using the silver yeah. knife, and so that's uh, that's him being killed by his own uh, privilege or something. Oh, nice! Because he was taking advantage of all those women and using his position of power to create all this hurt and pain, and then that's what was used to kill him. Nice. Have you got anything about the pheasants? No, I wanted to talk about the pheasants, though. Disregard for anything they see is less important than themselves. Yeah, that yeah. was horrible. I didn't, I didn't like that they shot real pheasants. They mm. shot real pheasants. They did. Mm. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry. Yeah. And I wondered what the what the position with 
was with that in regards to the law because I, I know you're not allowed to so there, there are some rules on what what you're allowed to do mm. in the name of making a film and what you're not and most films will have this notice about no animals were harmed in the shooting of this film which I noticed it did, didn't say for this yeah. film um yeah I, I wondered what what the deal was with that yeah, I don't know either. Because clearly, pe- people do go and shoot pheasants. This is something people do. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Maybe you're allowed to use it um, if you've just gone and filmed a pheasant hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it okay if you're if they were going to do it anyway, mm. um, or is it okay because this happens every day? It's not like a sort of unusual, cruel thing that we're doing just for the film. You know, if you have a scene of someone fishing, should you use real fishing? Or it seemed an odd one. I think it's pretty mm. rotten going out and shooting the birds for any reason. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's That scene told us a lot about William's character, didn't it? That was quite funny. That he can. <laughs> it's a terrible what? shot. It's the um, gun's fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it when Morris was like, are pheasants dangerous? To Charles Dance, <laughs> who clearly hates him. Yeah. <laughs> He was such a snob, wasn't he? It was the, yeah, the most snob. I liked it when he asked Ivor what um, if William's mum had done something, what is it, something extraordinary or something. Like clearly knowing that William's not born into wealth, he's like, oh, what, mm. did, what did his mother do? Something wonderful, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> such a toffee-nosed snob. Mm. I love him, though. I'd kind of like him to be with me in everyday life. <laughs> just being mean about everything I'm doing. <laughs> wow. Uh, Not the guy on. I'd pick to follow me around. <laughs> You'd never get bored, though, would you? No, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think... So I, I don't think it was symbolism, but I think we were meant to think a couple of the characters were gay. I'm not doing this because I, I I think it's pretty. I th- I'm not do- I'm not doing my usual thing. I'm not reading into symbolism. I think we genuinely were meant to know. Oh yeah. Yes, good. I, I'm just getting nervous that you're now going to say, but not the obvious ones. No, I don't. I don't have any. I think it was a pretty. Yeah, so the was great film in every gay. sense. Who so was? The- Elsie was definitely Elsie. gay. <laughs> yeah, well, she did come in on Mary in the bath, didn't she? She did. She was so gay. <laughs> yeah, was there meant to be a hint there? No. This is something that was discussed widely. Has anyone seen Upstairs, Downstairs? No. No. This is just a wonderful series. It was, uh, I guess, almost a soap opera in the 70s, um, a, a period drama um, that was on TV. And being on TV in the 70s in Britain, it was uh, sort of very stripped back, kind of stagey sets. Um, almost like watching a play each week, and they, yeah, they really explored like every aspect of the. Well, it's called upstairs, downstairs, of the difference between the the serving class and the upper class that they're waiting on, and how they interact. Mm. It addresses a lot of different things about this, and one of them was um, housemaids uh, would have to, to share a bed and would spend all their time together, and there were, yeah, that. Maybe one or two pairings of these women that that stay together, and you'd see their life going on. And there were just these tiny hints of: is there something a bit? You know, are they sort of in a little bit in love? And it's sort of a sad, not quite. There, there was some tenderness, but not 
not quite falling in love and it and the yeah it's been discussed a lot whether you're supposed to read a what would you say like a, a sapphic subtext mm. of upstairs downstairs and it, it was the same kind of uh the same kind of thing that Elsie and Mary had where Elsie was kind of helping her and showing her a bit of kindness and they were um yeah quite close quite quickly except this was very explicit and there was no room for doubt <laughs> <laughs> ah i see w- would you care to to point out the thing that i must have missed <laughs> well it was obvious that they were in love oh, i like yes, it when okay. yeah i like it when this isn't me <laughs> this is great yeah <laughs> I, I agree with Fernando. Yeah, I hadn't stuff. thought of that before, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> now he's said it. Um, so we had maybe two explicit couplings, right? One of them was the uh, the ghastly American and the other ghastly American. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> when he was still posing as Scottish and he said, well, I uh, see you later. And he was like, yeah. I, I don't think that would be a good idea, yeah. would it? <laughs> very good so they were they were something like lovers right yeah definitely um but i got the impression he maybe the young one wasn't really into it he was just sort of yeah i think trying to get ahead Mm -hmm. they make that very explicit in a deleted scene which again i'm glad they got rid of because they didn't they are in the subtext (laughs) no not very sorry (laughs) good stuff it was um Basically, a replay of this, but they were with Ivor in a sort of public sitting room, and he was like, "Well, I see you tonight, Henry," and he was like, "Nah, I don't think so." And then Ivor was like, "He's just using you, you know." Um, and Morris is like, "I'm using him as well," and it was just a bit horrible and seedy. Okay. And yeah, there you go. Anyway, who else do you think? Um, the two guys who were late for dinner, Rupert and Jeremy. What? Maybe not. No, okay. they were just yeah. friends. Oh, I mean, I one just... of them was trying to marry Isabel. Oh, yeah. I guess that doesn't really... No, I think I just really got a it. feeling about it. Oh, interesting. No, was there another... Oh, yes, there was one, one And one servant. of them was shagging the kitchen, the scullery maid. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I've, no, I've just fucked that up there. Um, <laughs> they were in a room together at one point. <laughs> and they were clearly good friends. Yeah. Um, how about... Yeah, there was one servant who was um, a bit infatuated with one of the the men that he might have with been Ivor. serving, right? With Ivor. Yes. Yeah, I thought mm. that as well. Really wanted to dress Ivor. Yeah. But I think he's teased about wanting to see him in his undergarments by George. Mm. Yeah. I thought George was coded as gay. George is so camp. But Richard E. Grant's mm. really camp. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard Maybe to... that's why they picked him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's good anyway. Yeah, there we go. Well, I'm glad I don't have to... I, honestly, it's such a stress whenever I have to fight. <laughs> 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 That's fine. Can we remember any of the ridiculous rules? I know we should be wrapping up there, but there were a few. I thought they were interesting. Mm. Oh, the the rules of precedence and all of that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that was one. The rules of precedence at the servants' table. Yeah. And so they had if you are the servant of a duke, then you outrank the servant of a <laughs> yeah. countess and they outrank <laughs> the servant of a baron. Yeah. I quite like Unmar- that. Unmarried women are not brought a tree yes, for breakfast. Yeah. Well remembered. Not in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only one other one I remember is Charles Dance deigning to tell Morris that an English man always serves himself <laughs> at breakfast. I was never waited on at breakfast, I think. Yeah. 
Why would they make that distinction just for breakfast? Who knows? I don't understand rich people. I assume it's something like because everyone will be coming down for breakfast at different times. Mm. So it's more convenient mm. for them just to help themselves. Or maybe because people um, people have different tastes for breakfast. You can Some people will have almost no breakfast at all and some will like a big breakfast. Whereas maybe for lunch and dinner, you can more rely on everyone will just give, have what they're given. Mm. I hadn't heard of that, but I don't... Do you think they're still exactly like that today? Surely not. Like the upper class? I think there's so few of them that live in sort of ancestral homes like that mm. now, right? Um, it's like Les Visiteurs. They've all, uh, they've all rented it out or sold it to the National Trust or something, and they're living in a, oh, well done a flat on the in London. Ah, yes. <laughs> the... Um, the collapsing upper classes. <laughs> In fact, we even saw that transition at the end, didn't we? Uh, her saying, yeah, them saying, will you keep the house, do you think? And they're saying, well, mm. I don't really know. It's so much bother. And I think that's <laughs> that's probably what a lot of the old aristocrats say now. Um, I mean, these these old homes, probably even the, the time we're seeing there or even the, the Victorian period, they had these big homes, but basically they were a hangover from when they were actually feudal lords and needed to impress people. Um, and they just got to, yeah, these tiny families with huge numbers of staff just maintaining these houses that were barely used, mm. um, kind of with their money dwindling away. None of them ever, you know, occasionally losing it all and and no one ever really picking it up again. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I wonder how many people... How many people have a personal staff nowadays? Mm. Must be tiny compared to back then. They should try and make some extra cash by uh, shooing soldiers in the Sudan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why not? I'm your man. <laughs> Let me tell you, this may not be the time for it, but... Uh... <laughs> desperate. <laughs> Truly um, desperate. So here's a question. I, was, I think there's a. Oh, sorry. Just very. I think there's a yep. very comparable. I started watching. This is my only life news. I started walking, watching the show Below Deck Mediterranean. Has anyone seen it? <laughs> no. no. Fernando. No. Oh, you no. should watch it. I think we would. We would I'll like watch it. it. It's a reality TV show, so you don't no. hate it. I'm sure. Um, about staff on a super yacht. Yeah. And it's really weirdly comparable, even though it's modern day and it's super American and like really dramatic. But they. they catering to these millionaires who just treat them like absolute shit and they're all really? so misogynist and awful but the staff are snobbish as well they're always talking about all oh, these ones are new money i hate new money sort oh of thing. no it's amazing it's just yeah i didn't really put it together until i was trying to think of things to say for this and i was like oh my god it's like below deck <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway recommend it's a dreadful show for the dreadful people um <laughs> The sort of person that watches Hamlet and says, oh, this is just like the Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oedipus! Oh my god, that was my symbolism. It was the Oedipus thing. Hello? Yeah. What? He didn't want to fuck Oh, he killed his dad, didn't he? I thought he did want to. Remember when she came in his room? He didn't know he was his mum and there was a weird tension between them. And I, I think thought she, there was maybe meant to be something there. Yeah, I think because he was looking at, I can't believe you forget much, Mrs. Wilson. Very mm. saucy. Mm. Yeah. Oofed. Oof. Hello, young man. Achter <laughs> machti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all I got them. To be fair to Oedipus, he did both those things by accident. 
I yeah, it would have been. I always feel they need to qualify that. Did he kill mm. his dad? Back? I don't really. I'm not that familiar yeah. with him. Killed yeah, him by but... accident. Yeah. Well, he killed him deliberately, oh, but didn't, didn't know it was his dad. Right? His dad. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. It's <laughs> ah, okay. why I have limited sympathy for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, in Greek morality, killing your father was was way worse than any other sort of murder. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, using the the moral standard at the time he wasn't as bad as people now make him out to be yeah i think i've just about said all my thoughts <laughs> yeah me too it was a good film thank you for picking it yeah, yeah you're welcome good choice. yeah all right so disappointing when something just flops like oh, i think we all <laughs> oh, said it was good <laughs> oh good okay i just wanted to say it i like <laughs> better better than some of the other shit you've made us watch yeah that's for sure <laughs> i can't i'm just I wouldn't say it was better than Highlander, for God's sake. <laughs> it was a lot better than Highlander. Highlander had I Sean... Mean... Oh, this was totally missing Sean Connery. <laughs> That's exactly what Michael said. Yeah. It was... <laughs> Sean Connery turns out here, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was after I sat down watching Stephen Fry. I was like, what? where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> good, good choice. Excellent. Um, right, shall I play the music? Please, last, no, wait. Any last thoughts? Oh, yes. <gasps> no, um, wait. Yes. <clears throat> Do you think that maybe the royal family is somewhat similar to <gasps> what we just saw? Yeah. Oh, what a in great the film. closing thought. Oh, yeah. For sure, definitely. Mm. Um, There's a slight difference, right, in that they're not trying to climb anywhere. A lot of what was happening here was people trying to get in with someone else or trying to preserve their allowance or do that mm. sort of thing and i imagine with the royal family they've just they know they've made it and must feel like they've got nothing to prove made it you know what they were <laughs> they've yeah, they it. <laughs> real success story <laughs> yeah they come from nothing haven't they <laughs> pull themselves up by their diamond encrusted bootstrap <laughs> Oh, you've just reminded me. I had some facts about this film. It's really rapid. I'll just fire them off. There's mm-hmm. always a servant in every scene. So Ooh. we never get the perspectives of the rich on their own. We're always like with the servants, wow. basically. But the servants yeah. don't count as human beings. Well, exactly. So, so it doesn't even matter. Um, and it was the camera's always moving. I don't oh, know why. Okay. It's just never still. Yeah. Um, oh, what was my other? I had one more. Oh yeah, he um, instead of using a boom mic to capture people separately, he just mic'd them all up and had them all talk to each other, and then sort of sifted through the sound so that the background noise is all, is them is the character saying their lines, but he just you know cuts some and whatnot. Ah, uh, okay, Because yeah. I found it very difficult to hear what was going on a lot of the time. We had to put the subtitles on. Did yeah. you? Ah. Yeah. I wonder if the balance wasn't quite right for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a bit overwhelming at times. Yeah. I think I get this is why you need it's a film that really comes into its own on a second watch. Mm. I, I could really see myself rewatching this. Way too much. Yeah, just too I didn't know who anyone's it, it's a lot easier when you know people's names. Cool. And can like listen out for for these little tidbits and details. Oh, they pay, they paid like a grand for rolls of wall like pair roll of wallpaper for one scene and had to get permission <laughs> to the owners of the house and then when the filming was done they decided that they didn't like it and just to like Took it all off and been off. Oh no! So it didn't match their bedding. <laughs> wow. Mm. So I guess some people are still like that. Yeah. Oh, bring back the guillotine. Eh? <laughs> 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 
French Revolution Mark II. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Should I play the music? Yeah, I'm ready. Hmm. Three, two, one. Scissors. Oh, wow! Oh, the scissor man. Never doubt the scissor man. (laughs) Never doubt the scissor man. (laughs) (laughs) I have chosen the film. Oh, wonderful. Mm. I've been thinking about this one for a while, and I hope we like it. Um, Star Wars. (gasps) 1977. Wow. Excellent. And I have a suggestion as well. Okay. Um, this this is a. There have been various different cuts of this over the years, and I'm recommending that we watch uh, what's called the despecialized edition, which is as close <laughs> as possible to the the original thing that came out in the cinema. Um, and I can help you find that. Okay. Wink, wink. <laughs> so Star Wars, 1977. <laughs> 